This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Scrunchies are back from the dead? Holly Roberts has all the latest here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Colleen will be back tomorrow. Uh, I just saw her, actually. She's in the hallway with her kids. She popped by the studio, and uh, she'll be back with us on Monday. Just join it. They're enjoying the uh, rest of their holiday break. But, Holly, I need to know, first of all, scrunchies were very big uh, back in my day. And uh, now you're trying to tell me that it's a thing again? They're totally a thing again, Bradley. Scrunchies are back from the dead. And if you are anyone fashionable in 2018, you're going to be wearing a scrunchie on top of your noggin. If you have the hair to do it. And you're going to be spending $200 per scrunchie to do it. Um, $200 for a scrunchie. I don't think anything yeah. with the name scrunchie can in all in all um, honesty be be. Uh, $200. Well, Balenciaga is making uh, that happen. They're calling them hair clouds, so they're not called scrunchies anymore um, in 2018. Hair clouds? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there's a sucker born every minute. I know. They're ugly, too. You can get a hair cloud. I mean, they're and scrunchies. A, and there's and a, a reason nice... they went out of fashion. I know, right? But I don't know if you had any friends, or maybe you had long hair back in the day, Bradley. <laughs> I did, but I did not wear scrunchies. You didn't wear a scrunchie. Mm-mm. But all the cool kids would wear a scrunchie around their wrist just in case you had to put up your hair. And now people want you to spend $200 to do it. Now, crunchy or crunchies. Crunchies. Crunch- I, am, I am a huge fan of crunchies. Mm, crunchies. And munchies. Crunchy, munchy, scrunchies. Well, scrunchies have always tried to make a comeback. Since their heyday in the 80s. About 10, 15 years ago, American Apparel tried to make scrunchies a thing again when the founder of that company decided to make scrunchies out of the scraps on the factory floor. I mean, genius, but the founder of American Apparel, also the guy. Do you remember long before Me Too? Do you remember? I think it was the founder, uh, the guy who was like walking around nude in the office. Yeah, Dov Charney. He's the founder of yeah. American Apparel. He was ousted from that company for being a big old pervert. Yeah. Way before the Me Too movement. Yeah, so th- it turns out he was a trendsetter in many ways. And he was a trendsetter in many ways. Well, I wanted you to know about this in case you're planning your spring wardrobe already. There's also, uh, yeah, another scrunchie that you can get that's priced at $112. 
Oh, that's a deal. Repurposed vintage Hermes scarves converted oh. into silken scrunchies priced at $112. Yeah, no, that's that's really, I, I think you should totally buy those. You know, I think that one of the lessons that we've had from today's show is that there's a sucker born every minute. There really is. And like, man, that and I get envious of these people because it's have so thing where stupid. We, Why didn't we think of that? We just, we would like to take full advantage of uh, the suckers. Basically, but then we'd feel bad. No, and we, we wouldn't. Couldn't... I would not feel bad because I would be on a beach in South Florida feeling bad. Okay. I mean, look, it's America. It's a free country. If you are dumb enough to give me your money, I am dumb enough to spend it. So we're going to do our lick a dollar scheme that yes. we came up with earlier in the show because people are drinking raw, unfiltered disgusting water with animal poop in it's it. It's raw and, water. It's oh, probiotic. And they're uh, spending $60 for 2.5 gallons of poop water. So I'm going to give you the luxury of probiotics by licking a dollar bill, and it's only going to cost you $5. That's right. You send $5 in. What we're going to send you back is a dollar bill with Bradley's probiotic saliva all And because over we it. know that, well, no, I'm not going to, I ain't going to lick those things. Are you going to hire somebody to do it? I'm just going to take your bills, <laughs> and I am going to, no, see, this is going to, okay, Holly, this is. Please, you Bradley. Got, okay. Let's get got Are we going to get you gotta, you gotta think this all the way through. So you got to think like one of these people who's sitting there on the other side of the computer going, huh, that seems like a brilliant idea. I should really do that. Okay. So I believe that money is probably the dirtiest thing around, right? Like Actual just think about how many money. people have touched a paper dollar bill. Well, and not bill. metaphorically dirty. You're saying actually yeah, germy. Not filthy lucre. I just mean, you know. <laughs> the physical money that you're yeah. touching every day when you go to the store is full of other people's germs Yeah, so I think coins, I mean, we could do special on, on like Sacagawea coins and dollar bills, but just money that people are handing back and forth, it's just, it's disgusting. It's sitting in their wallets. It's sitting in their pants. People are, you know, going to the bathroom and not washing their hands and then pulling dollar bills out. So, so money full of bacteria, bacteria in the in the world of, you know, suckers and business models it's uh, hot. that screw people out of money. That's called probiotics. Yeah, they're hot right now. Yeah, probiotics. They've very been hot. hot for the past couple years. So that is the sort of like that's how you get people to think it through. You're like. Money is, you know, a Money? disgusting yeah. thing full of just nasty probiotics. No, and, but they're good probiotics. Well, yes, yeah, they're nasty probiotics natural that are very probiotics. Yeah, nat okay, I like yeah, that. Na natural, natural probiotics, probiotics. and uh, teeming with natural probiotics. Currency, U.S. currency, teeming with probiotics. Great. So again, you send us five dollars. We'll send you one dollar with natural and we'll like wonderful probiotics on it. We will like, you know, flush it down the toilet. Oh, great. Authentic. We will um, <laughs> step on it. Mm -hmm. We'll put it in our workout pants. In our kitty litter boxes. Some, some fitnessing. Yeah. yeah. We'll line the litter box with it. Like bearing for treasure. Win. win, win, win. Everybody wins. What are we okay. going to call it? Hmm. We need to we need to come up. Yeah, with a we name. need to come up All with right. the name. All right. All right. So, anyways, scrunchies for two hundred dollars can be yours if you are a sucker. Um, speaking of a sucker, <clears throat> can we talk about Renee Zellweger when we come back? Because I feel like Renee Zellweger because she looks like she's been sucking on something. Well, she looks like she's been sucking a lemon. 
but but not just her face. I feel like we need to talk about her career. Yeah. Because you told me uh, a story about a turn her career might be about to take. And I think um, I think we're going to have feels on it. Yeah. About it. I think everyone will have feels on this. All right. Uh, we'll talk Renee Zellweger and her career when we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. The guy coming to the top of my list, but maybe yeah, it's because I've been hypnotized. They're fun. They're dancing the whole time. They're killer musicians. Oh. So I'm going to say JT. Plus, I just always think about how much like we look alike, I guess. You know what I mean? Oh. You, you know what I mean? I don't. Look, you guys? I. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or you think I'm more like Janet Taylor? Yeah, oh. Adam Levine. Uh, mm-hmm. A white Denzel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of all of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Got a cornucopia. Yeah, right. um, yeah those three the people wall. in one face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically. All right. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of people who will watch pretty much anything Andy Cohen has something to do with. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What is going on with Renee Zellweger? Well, we're about to get to the bottom of it. But more importantly, what's going on with her career? Holly's got the details here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Um, sounds like there might be a project in the works for Ms. Zellweger. Yes, Renee Zellweger, she is very open. To the idea of a fourth Bridget Jones movie. Um, no. No. Did you watch the last one, Bridget Jones's Baby? Uh, I think it might be streaming on Netflix right now. Uh, thank you. No, don't even don't it. even bother watching it. It is not. I don't care. I mean, thank you. You know, and that is apropos for Renee Zellweger because something that I am interested in seeing her in is the movie that she's doing where she plays. Judy Garland. What's that? What? She's playing Judy Garland? Yes! No, what's that? What? <laughs> yes, Bradley. Where? In a movie. Like she already did a movie with as uh, Judy Like Garland? she's doing it right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh my goodness, Bradley. It's in pre-production right now. This movie is called Judy, and she is playing the old Judy Garland in 1968, where she does her last performances in London in front of sold-out crowds. Okay, so, so like- is this based on uh, the... The play, what I feel like I know what this is, but uh, anyway. Anyway, so she is doing something that's interesting, but Renee Zellweger, please don't do another Bridget Jones movie. I love the first one. The second one was meh. The third one was a waste of my time. I don't feel like I need to follow that character. And it's just like time had moved on in a way in Bridget Jones's baby from the first two movies where it was like, oh, okay, you're not the same character anymore. Time has moved on. No, and you know, I, I was going to say, like, what's going on with Renee Zellweger anyway? What happened to her career? I feel like she, and you said that she's just sort of lounging around Los Angeles in yoga pants. Yes. I am I, I am happy to hear about this uh, film that she's doing um, based on, on uh, Judy Garland. Apparently, it's based on a script by the guy who is behind The Crown. So I feel like that's a good that's a this good omen a, yes, or a good sign of things right. to come. But she hasn't really been doing a lot because yeah. she took a six year break from the movie called My Own Love Song, which I think went straight to video, to a movie called The Whole Truth. There was a six year gap from 2010 to 2016. And that Whole Truth movie, I believe it came out in theaters very briefly and it starred Keanu Reeves. It was a drama. 
but it didn't really go anywhere. But, you know, looking at this and you're asking me the question, like, what happened to Renee Zellweger's career? I was looking at some of her movie credits because, of course, she was so hot 15 years ago. Yeah. She was having a great time in her career. Now I'm putting the pieces together and I'm just making an observation here about Renee Zellweger. Yeah. That a lot of her movies were produced by Harvey Weinstein. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Now, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. As an observation, that movies that were very successful for her, in which she won awards, were produced by Harvey Weinstein. Oh. I'm just putting that out there again. What are you saying? Well. That maybe there was some. Maybe she had gross? some unsavory experiences in Hollywood. Ugh. Maybe well, she that didn't feel me. like working because there is a certain point where the movies that she was starring in decidedly got more and more low budget, more straight to video on demand, more. I'm just saying that the trajectory of her career is interesting in the things that we have learned in the past couple months. Interesting. Okay. So I don't know what kind of connection there is. If anything, I'm not insinuating that, you know, it's just, it's not, I'm looking at it and I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together and saying that, Hey, maybe we haven't seen Renee Zellweger around because she didn't want to be around. Maybe she had some bad experiences or maybe something happened there. It's entirely possible. I mean, either that or she just, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or she just had it and she's like, I'm filthy rich and I want to walk around Los Angeles in yoga pants and I don't really feel like working. Or she just felt like, you know, because as a woman who gets older in Hollywood, she's 48, I think. Um, I was Mm -hmm. just Googling her because I wanted to see how old Judy Garland or how old she, she is as compared to Judy Garland right before she died, which. A little older around the same age. No, about the, she just actually, I think. Judy was like 40, she was either 48 or 49 when she died. Mm -hmm. And this movie will be around. uh, So for her, it's just interesting to me because as a woman gets older in Hollywood, she's got less and less opportunities. And I think after, you know, a certain point, you're the it girl and then you're not. And then it's like, what do you do? Right. And then, you know, I feel like you turn down a few roles and then nobody's giving you any roles. Right, right. Right. So that can also be the case, too. I think with Renee Zellweger, it's a perfect storm of all sorts of different things happening. And I'd love to see Renee Zellweger. I like her. I just don't want to see her in a fourth Bridget Jones movie. I would much rather see her in this Judy Garland movie. I'm excited to see it just because the subject matter is something that is very fascinating to me. And that movie's not due out until later this year. So I bet maybe in the fall, because maybe she wants to be an award winner for that movie. Yeah, could be. It could be. All right. Well, we'll stay tuned. Mystery. Um, uh, can we talk about Meryl Streep a little bit? Please. So um, she has really carved out a place for herself in the discussion around sexual assault and sexual harassment. She's also been the target of a certain amount of criticism. Mm -hmm. Well, the headline that I read today was Meryl Streep says Dustin Hoffman slapped her in Kramer versus Kramer and that that was, quote, overstepping uh, a line. Now the slap. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in question it took place during the filming. I mean, it was yeah. for the film. Uh, but in the wake of all the sexual harassment allegations facing Dustin Hoffman and her own role in sort of speaking out on behalf of women, uh, Meryl Streep has opened up about an incident where uh, in 1979 they were shooting Kramer versus Kramer. And she said in an interview with the New York Times that although when you're an actor, things are tricky when you're sh- shooting scenes like this because you have to feel free, she's still felt as though um, when this particular moment took place uh, on the first day of the set of Kramer versus Kramer, that he uh, overstepped his line. Um, she, she went on to say, but I think those things are being corrected in this moment. That is that moments like that are um, perhaps being hmm, prevented and not happening like they used to. Right. You know, and this interview all happened in the New York Times and she's out promoting her movie, The Post, which is about the Pentagon Papers in the Washington Post in the early 70s. And she definitely has a perspective on all of this where it's like she is like, look, things she takes that perspective where it was like, oh, it was the 70s. People were drunk and high. Don't hold them necessarily accountable to our standards in 2017, 18 it's just, it's like, I don't know. I feel like Meryl Streep can't get a break whenever she's talking about any of this kind of stuff. Well, but then I also think she like inserts herself in a way to yeah. sort of protect herself oh, or of gird herself she does. from the criticism. Yeah. Um, some of the things that she said in regard to this most recent moment, quote, I really had to think, this is speaking about the Harvey Weinstein, you know, she was very close to Harvey Weinstein, but mm-hmm. yet uh, said that she didn't know about any of this. She said, I really had to think because it underlined my own sense of cluelessness and how evil, deeply evil and duplicitous he was, yet such a champion of really great work. She went on to say, you make movies, you think you know everything about everybody, so much gossip, you don't know anything. People are so inscrutable on a certain level, and it's a shock. Some of my favorite people have been brought down by this, and he's not one of them. Many people say he was being complicit, or many people, of course, saying she was being complicit, that is. Um, and she insisting that she didn't know anything about Weinstein, that she'd heard rumors, but thought it was just a way of um, denigrating an actress so that the focus was on the actresses that were facing that criticism, mm-hmm. that it wasn't legitimate. Right. That- but even here, she says that she heard the rumors. Yeah. So she wasn't completely ignorant of the reputation that Harvey Weinstein had in Hollywood. She just didn't have experience with it directly because she's capital M Meryl Streep. Well, and also, do we not just believe that, like, if you're not the object of somebody's, um, you know, uh, perversion or the object of, you know, sexual violence... I mean, it's easy to sort of just say, well, it didn't happen to me. I don't know anything about it. If you right. didn't see it happen, it's it's very easy to sort of just, you know, deny that that, that mm-hmm. is happening. So I'm sure it was, you know, I'm yeah. sure she's still wrestling with it. Yeah, totally. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get real serious and talk about some crazy, stupid idiots. My Talk 107.1. Everything. And by the way, they're real and they're spectacular. Entertainment. 
Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, and uh, that's Holly Roberts. And only on the Colleen and Bradley Show do you get the luxury of hearing about the world's dumbest people. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That would be dumb people doing dumb things. Repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Are we going to Florida first? No, 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 Florida. We are not. We're actually going to Heatherwood and Wixom Park Hospital in Slow, England. Slow England? Slow England. As opposed to fast England? They're very, very slow. Like a slow Loris? Indeed. I have to tell you about a lady. A lady who thought she had Crohn's disease. Now, that is a a very, very serious uh, disease. It's an autoimmune disease, correct? Yeah, and well... I no, don't know if it's not. an intestinal thing uh, okay. where like um, it. Yeah. Anyway, it's serious. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is Crohn's disease is very, it's very inflammation and scarring in the intestine. So okay. it's very serious. It's very serious and it causes a lot of discomfort and a lot of pain and can often lead to surgery. Well, yeah. after six years of failing to respond to treatment. A woman had to undergo surgery, and I'm sure that just, I mean, imagine six years of not being able to make the problem any better. You have Crohn's disease. It's horrible. You're not responding to treatment, so they're mm, be frustrating. we're going to have to take you to surgery, and they do. Well, why are we talking about a story uh, of Crohn's disease on Crazy Stupid Idiots? Because it seems pretty normal to me, so why this are we talking about normal, it? seems pretty normal, right? Well, this 41-year-old woman, it turns out, while she was under the knife... Failed to respond to standard uh, Crohn's disease treatment because she didn't have Crohn's disease. She had a ketchup packet in her intestine. Stop it. Stop it. She had a Heinz ketchup packet stuck in her colon. Oh. Oh. I mean... I have so many questions it about this. It perforated her I, I, colon. Thank oh. God she didn't die. Best of all, Holly, she doesn't ever remember ever even eating ketchup, oh. Oh. much less like inhaling ever. a packet of Heinz. You're saying this woman doesn't eat ketchup, period. Yet she has a ketchup packet stuck in her colon that is... Aliens. Oh, good point. Right? Good Could be point. Aliens. I mean, they they went to a fry up. She had and no then memory were, of consuming a meal involving the product. How much does, less uh, like even if you did, like if you were like, I had fries with ketchup. Right. I mean, like at what point do you not remember sucking down the entire pack? I mean, I've been hungry. I've been hungry. The only too. thing I can assume is maybe she was drunk. That and has, she was like, nah, nah, no, nah. that has to be it. She probably was drunk. It was three in the morning, and she went to the local fish and chip shop and got herself a fry up. And in her devouring of that fry up, not only did she eat the paper that was on the fish, but she also ate the entire Heinz ketchup packet. And it's plastic because it's not. I mean, that means that she didn't even chew it. That just went down like a yeah. it's like a seagull. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Now, I will say it wasn't her colon. It was her small intestine. Yeah, but and, still. Uh, but um, still. Yeah. Also, in the UK, they don't call it a packet of ketchup. They call it a sachet. 
Oh, I love that. It sounds That's so fancy. A, a sachet. Can I have a sachet of ketchup, please? Oh, it's very fancy. Anyway, uh, once they removed the ketchup packet from her uh, intestine, her symptoms went almost immediately away, and she was still symptom-free five months after surgery. Oh. Doctors said it was the first case they've seen of ingested plastic mimicking the symptoms of Crohn's disease. Mm. And I just, I can't mm. even, I can't even. It hurts. I'm just grateful I got out of my drinking phase without inhaling. A packet of, like package, a packet of ketchup. Packaging period. Yeah. Mm, that barbecue sauce is so good. Yeah. I'm just going to eat the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. <laughs> well, we're staying in England, Bradley. Oh, and we're cheerio. And we're still snacking. Oh. We're hung- they are hungry in over in England. Tell me more. We're going to talk about Anthony Anderson, not the star of Blackish, but a man who lives in the British town in Hull- of Hull. Okay. Hull or Hole? Hull. Okay, Hull. So he lives in England, Anthony does. And Anthony was hungry. Now you were Bradley, you were just talking about being hungry during your days when you imbibed alcohol? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, lots of people do. I mean, I have been out too, where you know maybe you've been out late at night, and then all of a sudden, the siren song of the smoking sausages on the corner of the hot dog cart wrapped wow, in bacon. Wow, that is so lyrical. The siren song of smoking sausages. <laughs> it it's does. Like a lyric in a song. Well, I've been drunk and I have been hungry, and I want a hot dog on the corner. Yeah. You know, we all yeah, get me too. <laughs> you sure did. That's right. But I don't think you ever went to the lengths that this Anthony did. Oh, really? Okay, tell me more about the lengths that Anthony went to. Anthony, he was hungry because he drank 20 pints of beer. Whoa, how is he alive at this point? I don't know how he's alive, but he wanted a snack. And the snack that he decided to munch on was a security guard's leg. Wait, excuse me, what? Yeah. I thought he wanted sausage. No. Different area. He wanted a human leg. Oh my God, like bath salts style or what? Well, he was drunk. Remind you that Anthony was imbibed 20 pints of beer. Okay. And then he got into a fight with a security guard on a bus. And his way of fighting off the security guard was biting into his leg. Oh my god. The guard suffered a bruise and a swollen lip and red marks and bruises on his leg where he had been bitten. Luckily, Anthony wasn't zombified either, so he did not spread any kind of weird disease. Because I have seen 28 days later. Yeah. That happened in England, and it's scary. I love that movie, too. Well, anyways, Anthony was eventually arrested. Do you know my favorite part of that movie is that at the end, and, you know, they're all, am I going to spoil it for people? No. So at the end, um, like when they're in that cabin and everything, and then they see a plane fly over, and I'm like, yeah, but they're alone, and just like they don't have to worry about people. (laughs) You're like, you are living the the dream. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but here's the thing. Think through your post-apocalyptic dream. It would only last for a couple weeks because you need food. And unfortunately, what have we learned? We can't drink the raw water because it's not good for you. And then I you're not even going to have I would just need to go from Costco to Costco. And I'd be fine for years. Okay. Right? Like, because all the Costcos would still be around. That's true. And I could just go from Costco to Costco and drink the bottled water. And I would live in Costco. And every day I would just have a little bit of food. Although there wouldn't be probably refrigeration. No. So you'd be eating a lot of potato chips, 
maybe some uncrustables. Yeah. I guess at a certain point they would all go bad. Like in 30 years, I'd be screwed. Yeah. Well, Anthony went to prison for eight weeks and he had to pay a fine for munching on that security guard's leg. Good. Um, Okay. I would like us to now tell the tale, uh, a tale as old as time, of a gentleman who was taken to jail and uh, upon arrival, they did a search. You know, this happens Mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, he was strip searched. This particular individual was his name, Edwin Greco Wiley Biggs. Lots wow. of names. And uh, they performed a strip search on him. And a correction officer noticed something unusual. So, was it during a full cavity search? Yep. And Whoa! he was ordered to bend over and spread his behind. Mm-hmm. And, which just that Excuse is. Excuse me. I have to ask you, you know, a few questions. <laughs> The worst part of that is the person that has to conduct that search. Oh, I... uh, excuse me. Can you please bend over and spread your cheeks? Thank you. A little lighter. The... <laughs> That's where searchers, searchers, they call them, found a small plastic bag sticking out of his mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Inside. I the... mean, you got to look deep for that. Well, apparently you didn't because it was sticking out. <laughs> oh. Inside the bag was a blue balloon containing containing synthetic marijuana. Now, oh. this is not the first time we've talked about people hiding things in what we like to call nature's pocket. Exactly. Right? It makes sense. It happens all the happens time. Happens all the time. Not necessarily crazy stupidity worthy. Mm-hmm. What is crazy stupidity worthy, however, oh, I'm scared. Um, is his response when asked, uh, why do you have drugs up your butt? <laughs> Was a simple question. Very simple question. Uh, Edwin Greco Wiley Biggs said, It's not mine. Uh, Excuse me? Yeah. He denied that the drugs stuck up his behind were Ah! his. But did he say who was the owner? Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. You can deny a lot, like, right? You can, like, something in your car, like, I gave my car to my, uh, my friend, and then my friend put some drugs in it. I don't yeah. know. I didn't pack my bags, officer. Yes. Somebody put something. It's not mine. Plausible deniability right, right I, there. I'm pretty sure you would know if somebody put drugs up your butt. Although, you know what? I'm going to give our friend Richard Greco Shamalama Ding Dong, okay. whatever his name From is. From 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, because those drugs might not belong to him. He was just holding on to them. Yeah, but like if you're going to be a drug mule, I mean, it's it's your so you gave permission. That's true. To store somebody else's drugs in your natural pocket. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. but <laughs> I think the the whole uh, what is it? Possession is nine tenths of the law in this particular case works in reverse. Like oh, he's look. holding the drugs. Therefore, they are his. I just, I, I, I officer those. I don't know how those I, got there. I, just, I was sitting. Um, maybe they just fell in there. It happens. No, it doesn't. Happen. <laughs> All right, crazy stupid idiots from uh, drugs in your behind to our daily snap judgment. Holly, what was the question we put to our listeners on Facebook today? Today, our daily snap judgment is spaghetti sauce, meaty or meatless. Meaty or meatless. We'll tell you what uh, listeners said when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.
Lori and Julia. I Talk do. Talk me off the Instapot ledge because I won one of those damn things. So you know how you used to have to brown things and then put them in the crock pot? I never did that. Well, all of that happens in one pot to now. Do that? Yes. Like if you make a pot roast, you're supposed to do something before you put the meat in? Yes, you brown it so that you get the that? flavor profile and the brown crust. Who didn't know that? Anyone who read a recipe? I know Casey likes chicken wild rice soup. Yes. And it's great in the Instant Pot. You can put frozen chicken breasts in there. Cut up your vegetables, your rice. You got to cut up the chicken. No. You can put it in there frozen. You can cut it into smaller chunks if you want, but you don't have to. Will it cut it? Does it cut the meat? No, but then you would shred it after it's cooked. But with what? Is there Are there teeth in it? I Forks mean, I, that you would put oh, into the I pot. No. Oh, I forget who I'm dealing yeah, with. Here. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I am. I need to re-gift this. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Do you like meat in your sauce? Or do you want a saucy, sauceless meat meatless sauce? <laughs> Welcome back to the Colleen yeah. and Bradley Show. We are totally sober and asking you questions about how saucy you like to get. Yes, that's right. Because it's International Spaghetti Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. Today we're going to head over to our Facebook page and read through your answers to our daily snap judgment. That's the question we put forth to our listeners each and every day over on the Facebook My Talk page. And we did ask the question, spaghetti sauce meatless or meaty 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 yes all right let's go to tana tana said meat good oh tana is very very eloquent yeah it could be hamburger but could be italian sausage could be both i mean ha huh? all right christine says meatless now wait are we gonna accept this meatless with meatballs Okay, oh, we wait, just, wait. Well, we, we just asked, with meatballs. But we just asked about the sauce. So I think that she, Christine, is saying how she likes her spaghetti. Okay, she wants a she meatless, wants a meatless sauce, sauce with meatballs. Because she's meat. not the only one who said this. So we really? got to decide now whether or not this is kosher. Okay, fine. We'll allow that, I guess. But I guess I didn't even realize how Pacific people got with their sauce. It's the daily snap judgment. People like That's to get true. really specific. People like to have feels. That's right. Colette says meat with a little bit of sauce. <laughs> meat with a little bit jason says meatless prego three cheese is my favorite wait say that again meatless no sorry my arrow was a little too close okay (laughs) 
Darcy says the meatier, the better. Oh, yes. yes. Give me the meats. Mm-hmm. Also, Anthony says meaty, shrimp, sausage, what have you. Chelsea just has a wonderful gift with a bunch of hot dogs being thrown in a woman's face. Okay, well, I think we know what she means. <laughs> yes, Jeremy says meat in gift form. So does Paul. Meat in gift form. Paul has meat in gift form as well. Uh, let's run through some other ones. Carrie says meat, meat, meat. Well, people were pretty straightforward. Yeah. With this particular question. Also, Christy says, so meaty. Mm. I think she was referencing talk soup from back in the day. Oh, gosh. Did they say so meaty? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. You want to read some? No. Uh, <laughs> but I want to ask you, what's your what's your uh, preference? Meatless with meatballs. Meatless with meatballs. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I'm, I'm going to make that my thing. Nice marinara I sauce. I do like a good oh, uh, marinara sauce yes. with some big, big meaty balls. Mm-hmm. I've been looking up some meaty ball recipes lately because I want the big Italian meatballs, big, thick Italian meatballs with the sausage and the ground beef and the other kind of meats. Nice, savory. Yeah. Mm. Savory meatballs. Savory meatballs. I uh, made actually what amounts to a giant meatball inside of a uh, pepper. I made stuffed peppers uh, for the week, and it's essentially just a giant meatball inside of a pepper. Meatception. Meatception. Yeah. Hey, um, can we just have some fun for a moment? No. Okay. Sit here in silence for the rest of the show. No, Bradley, I want to have fun. We haven't, what are we we do? haven't done this for a while, but can we do um, Toto Request Live? Uh, yeah, if I didn't delete everything. Oh, oh no, did no, you? they're still here. Okay, good. Yay! So do you guys know what Toto Request Live is? And in fact, you can call 651-641-1071. You have four options, I think. Yes. Uh, to, to ask and request a Toto song. That's why we call it Toto Request Request Live. Live. And we just listen to Toto songs. Like, for example, this one. Live. Now, look who walked in the door when Donnie oh. Love Ooh, is oh, here. Yeah, now, I say that because I want Donnie Love to introduce some of our songs from Toto Request yeah, Live. Yeah, what are our options? Because mm. Donnie Love back in the day. He used to. God, you know, you guys. Can you puke one or two of these yeah, out can you pu- Yeah, I wasn't please. a puker. Well, no, but you were awesome. I was you awesome. Were, okay, right. thank you. Brad, next. Brad. I didn't do that. Hey, but can we hear a little yeah, bit? Yeah, but yeah. Can you puke, Donnie, please? Oh, you want me to puke on purpose? Yeah. Yes, puke. So people oh, don't know yeah. what that means. Oh, yeah, First of all, we don't so, actually want you to vomit. Okay. Right. We don't want you to vomit, uh, but Donnie, was, explain what puking means puking to the folks at home. Puking is just doing something completely unnatural with your voice yeah. to, as the, the old days of, of disc jockeys, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Which of all you probably sound a lot like this. Hey, everybody, it's a 94.5 kid. Got the new one from Toto. Here's Hold the Nine. Okay, so now that you've <laughs> demonstrated what puking is, Donnie, can you yeah. puke? Uh, how about Rosanna from Toto? Okay. Just You're just going to play it and I'm going to... Well, you're no, going to puke gonna, it and you're we'll gonna play puke it. it and then we're no, going to play it. I got to do it over the intro. Oh! Whoa. Well, I don't think I have the intro for this song. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Knock it off. I have to do it over the intro. Fine. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up a YouTube video of the Toto song Roseanne, and we're gonna play it from the beginning. It's much more effective when it's over the intro. I like this. We should do this on a regular basis. Puking with Donnie. (laughs) (laughs) This would be a great segment. Oh my gosh! Right. So okay. You're going to puke over the beginning of Toto's Rosanna, (laughs) and I am gonna start it from the very beginning. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Hey, it's 101.3 KDWB. It's uh, Dr. Don. It's chilly afternoon. It's like four below the Twin Cities. We got the new one from Toto. Yeah, we're going to visit that uh, dark continent. Here's Africa. KDWB. Yeah! Nailed it! Nailed it! That's how it's done. Oh, my God. Uh, Should we listen a little bit? Hitting the vocal. We should do like a battle of the pukers. <laughs> but who else pukes here? Donna. Donna pukes? Doesn't Donna? Well, I mean, Donna well, knows she, how to puke. She should she be knows able to puke. To, B. Yeah. Arthur should know how to puke. Yeah. yeah. Also. Or you could call it hit the post. Hit the yeah, post. Hit the it? post. Yeah. Well, I no, be- hitting the post is different than hitting the vocal. Hitting the post would oh, be yeah. when you hit a, a definite musical downbeat on the song. That's called hitting the post. Okay. okay. What I just did was hit the vocal. You hit the vocal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this again. Let's find another Toto song from I'm, Toto I'm Request Live. This. What's with Toto all of a sudden? <laughs> it's Toto Request Live, Toto man. Toto Request Live. Okay. All yeah. right. So we're going to have Donnie do a little puking. We're going to do puke and play here on the Puke and play with Donnie. <laughs> wow, Donnie. Yeah, okay. Time here, to shine, Donnie. Yeah, time to KDWB. All these years. Here we go. Okay. What's the song? It's Africa. Or no, we just did we just this, right? Did oh Africa. yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, we didn't do Africa. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. No, no we, we did Rosanna. 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 Thank you. Okay, no, we I'm didn't not do completely. I mixed up my songs. All right, Donnie. I introduced the wrong song. Oh, That's my even gosh. better. Oh, here we go. Okay. okay. What do we do? Africa. Ninety-three point five, KSAQ. Got a big prize coming up. Got that new Toto album. Gonna be the only place in town you can get it. It's got great cuts on it, but right now we're going to hear the first single. It's Africa. This is Toto 95.5 KSAQ. Oh! Good job, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is a talent. You never lose that talent. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure if you ask Donna like- and B. Arthur, they'll tell you you never lose the talent of walking up a vocal. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll challenge you to more of that tomorrow. What's on yeah. Lori and Julia today? Because we got to go. I don't know how you would follow this, but quite frankly. Oh, well, no, I think okay. they're going to try. Whatever it is, it's going to be Who's in today? Uh, Stephanie Hansen is in today. Okay, so maybe we'll have some more Instant Pot chatter. Uh, Learn a recipe yes. or two. How to you know, talk Lori off the ledger of our Instant Pot. Did she finally give that away to somebody? Uh, it's going to me if she doesn't want it. Good, because, uh, yeah. Okay. It's a wonderful device. Enjoy. And we'll be back tomorrow right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Up next, Lori and Julia. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Hey, Stella! Entertainment.